Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. I'm your groovy host, Robert Foley. Groovy host? Action seat. You're like, if they legalize pot, you're going to be a hippie. Hey, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, Danny I'm Mons. That's kind me. of already a hippie. Yeah, you're damn close. I yeah. don't like it. You are the shaggy of the group. Oh, very much so. I don't know what that makes me. Velma? You're Fred at best. Don't kid yourself. I don't think I could rock an ascot, to be honest with you. Have you ever tried? No. <laughs> Can you buy those anymore? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. I don't want one. <laughs> I don't look like Freddie Prince Jr., you know? Uh, that man can rock an ascot. That man used to be relevant. Can you, you remember that? Like the 90s? Holy shit. Actually, he uh, still does a lot of stuff with comedy. Mm. Sure he does, but He does. Yeah. yeah I, I, I actually uh, just uh, about two months ago heard him on a podcast with, uh, heard him on a podcast with Christopher Titus. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Christopher Titus was interviewing him about how he grew up because he grew up around the comedy scene. Oh, okay. And uh, ki- like he kind of fell into the Scooby Doo role because his now wife Sarah Michelle Geller are they still married? Yeah, fantastic. Like this is back when they were first dating. Mm-hmm. She got the role of Daphne, which I'm not gonna say is great casting, but uh, you know. it's who who else who would you have play Daphne? I don't know. I wouldn't make a live action Scooby Doo movie. They were terrible. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh. Although the it, casting of Shaggy was dead on. Well, yes. He uh, he was like, I kind of like this girl. I'm going to try out for the part of Fred just as an excuse to kind of hang out with her more. Oh, okay. And he, that's how he kind of just fell into the role. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. For those of you who couldn't guess by the opening theme music, uh, that has changed this episode. Hopefully we remember to do that. And... Oh, I like how you said <laughs> we after you just asked me if I'd edit. Yeah. I mean, so no, it's fucked up. It's my fault, and everybody knows it. But nobody would have known it had you not said anything. Nah. Only you and I would have known it. Yeah, but you wouldn't have let it go. Like I mean, I misspelled mead. Uh, did I mention that on the podcast? No, but you text me. But did you go and fix it? No. So I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Fuck <laughs> it. It won't change on the Apple uh, podcast anyways. Yeah, it will. No, the name will stay the same. Oh, well, for everything that it pulls from. That yeah, pull, like on what well, we listen to, like uh, Podcast Republic, yeah. what I use, it would have changed. I mean, so every day I see it, and I'm like, eh, it's fine. For future reference, it's spelled M-E-A-D. Yeah, Mead Hall in Heaven. Yep. You're not invited still. <laughs> I'm still playing Skyrim. I beat Skyrim finally. I'm so proud of myself. Parker's like, well, let's create a new character and do it again. I mean, that's what you do. There, I did. There's a reason that they've been uh, banking for six plus years now on that single game and, and just made a Switch. Still making it, yeah. Yeah, just made a Switch uh, version well, that's the one game I might want to play VR in. They're coming out with the VR I know, version. I know. I still think that somebody's <laughs> going to like sneak in and put a thumb up my butt or something while I'm playing. I you don't are trust the only it. person that I know that has that fear. Uh, it terrifies me. Don't have your brother around when you play VR. Oh, he'd do way worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't let your brother around when you play VR. The finger up the butt is why you don't have James around. No, he'd like me on fire. That okay? Well, why maybe you... not now that his house burnt down. He might be over that. <laughs> oh, hopefully. Yeah. Karma. Uh, is there a, before we continue, is there a, uh, like a GoFundMe or any kind there of Kickstarter is. to help James with his situation? Cause I don't think we've talked about that yet on then and now. No, we haven't. It's on GoFundMe. Uh, if you type in rebuilding life after fire, it's the second one. Make sure it's the one in Marion, Indiana. Well, we'll make sure that we have it in our, uh, episode description. Yeah. At... I'll put a link in the, in the post. So. Yeah. Yeah. But for those that don't know what's going on, why, why don't you explain that real quick? Oh, Yams from Hold My Beer. He, he lost everything in a fire. Yeah. So he, you help he, out, he's help been out. on a couple episodes of then and now. Oh yeah. He has, hasn't he? There's an avalanche of Nintendo 3DS games. Yes. And a Vampire the Masquerade book. Yep. Mm. Nobody can question our nerd cred. <laughs> it's a Dragon Ball Z game, Transformers, and something else I can't see right now. I think Zelda. Probably. Hmm. Your son's been playing that on and off, I've seen. Yeah, he, he took over my 3DS. His Xbox 360 stopped reading discs, and I don't want him on my Xbox One all that much. Gotcha, gotcha. So I give him my 3DS because I never play the damn thing anyways. All right, to kind of draw this into a focus, after very quickly breezing over James's uh, horrible... <laughs> Horrible tragedy if, that's hey, going on If you on have right any now. questions about the events that took place, listen to last week's episode of Hold My Beer called Hold My Baked Potato, which seems insensitive, but it was his idea to name it that. Yeah, and if anybody wants to help, you can always email us and we'll send you in the right direction. Yeah, of course. Go to thenandnowproductions.com, hit the contact link for that or anything. Or go or just email thennowpod at yahoo.com. You got it right. You got it right. Holy that, shit. It happens on occasion. I don't think so. This might be a first. <laughs> I've had to edit you out of commercials completely and look like an asshole just because you couldn't get the email right and you did it, buddy, and I'm proud of you. 
Good job. <laughs> what, what you need to do, because I know that nobody was talking over me just now, is you need to take that sound bit of me getting it right. And Put just... it back in the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I might take a the cut part of you fucking it up and put it over you saying it right. Oh, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) This episode, we are talking about Scooby-Doo. Obviously. Yes. Yes. Uh, If the intro didn't, you know, give that away. I would hope so. Uh, What was your introduction to the series? Let's start there. Uh, Well... I, I don't know. I've been watching it pretty much all my life. Same here. It's a constant, right? Yeah. Like, you, you grew up with it. Like, there there was no time without Scooby-Doo for us. Right. I, I mean, I remember when I was very little watching Scooby-Doo here and there, and then the first time I got cable, Cartoon Network used to do these things, or on occasion they'll be do, go like, we're having a Scooby-Doo weekend, all weekend, 24 hours a day, we're having Scooby-Doo. And I would try to wa- stay up and watch all of them. Oh, yeah, you'd wake up watching Scooby-Doo, you'd fall asleep watching Scooby-Doo, my, my you'd da- dream about Scooby-Doo. My, my dad would come out into the living room, and uh, it would be like four in the morning and be like, you need to go to bed, bud, and I'd be like, but I'm watching Scooby-Doo. Yeah, you need to go to bed. But what if it's a real ghost this time? Yeah. It never was, in the <laughs> yeah. originals anyways. Yeah. Uh, and man, if you've seen one of those original episodes, you've pretty much seen them all. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, there was definitely a formulaic pattern to them, but mm. they, they were good. They oh, were yeah, funny. I'm not complaining. Uh, recently at work, my boss found a, uh, a full-blown mystery machine that opens up and has every disc of the original series in it. Me and Parker have torn through all of it twice, and uh, you know what? That's not one of those that I, I get mad if, he's tries, if he tries to watch it. Like right. There are certain shows that I just get fucking tired of, you know? <laughs> like, if I have to watch one more episode of Little Einsteins, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, we sat down with a pizza last night, and I gave him my Xbox controller. I was like, "Pick something on Netflix, buddy." The first thing he went to click on was um, I don't actually, I don't remember what it was. I flew into a rage and took the controller back and started playing real well, Ghostbusters instead. Was it a My Little Pony thing? No, no, I honestly don't remember. I just blacked out, and then I was watching Ghostbusters, and everything was okay. Okay, well, Scooby Doo, where are you? Was the first Scooby Doo show that came out. It uh, premiered on September thirteenth of nineteen sixty nine, with the first <laughs> episode being "What a Night for a Night," spelled K N I G H T, with the Black Knight, right? One of the most notorious Scooby Doo villains of all time, I would say. Well, because it's the first one that's ever shown. I never realized that was the first episode. Yeah, oh. and what's interesting is that particular episode doesn't necessarily follow the same flow as the others. In the others, they come upon. Uh, a, a mystery without you seeing anything before what had happened. In some episodes. In, in this particular episode, it starts with a guy driving a, a truck away from, I think it's this museum. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo this week. It's just a haunted house, I think. It may be a haunted house. But in the back, the, the Black Knight is waiting in the bed of the truck, and you see him come out of the bed, and all you see is his eyes narrow, mm-hmm. and then it cuts away. And the next thing you see is uh, Shaggy and Scooby without the others coming up on this abandoned truck that has a suit of armor in it. Zoinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they those two are the ones that actually bring the others to the mystery. That will, that that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like anymore. They're always the last ones there. They don't want to be there. They're terrified of everything. Yeah. They like so, food, and I think one of them likes marijuana. <laughs> no, you think? It's, it's been implied. You think? I, my my I, dad swears to this day that if you watch Scooby-Doo, and I've watched Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. many times. Oh, they, they edit it now. I don't, I don't. According to my father, okay. when it was originally aired, anytime you saw fog, it was only when they were showing a close-up of the inside of the van. Anything from the outside, you never see any kind of fog. I don't know about that. I have I to say, like it to be true. there's a slight credence to it, because certain episodes where they're saying it's foggy, like Fred will say it's foggy, and then they'll be standing outside, and there's not a hint of fog in the animation huh. at all. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it sounds like one of those urban legends, but I kind of want it to be true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although, that dog's always baked then, too. I mean, it explains why they hear the dog. <laughs> That's very true. Mainly to Shaggy, too. You yeah. Know? Hmm. Uh, and why he eats Scooby Snacks. Right. Well, the voice casting for, for the show was, let's call it for what it was, amazing. Oh, yeah. Casey Kasem as Shaggy. Was Casey fantastic. Kasem as Shaggy. Uh, Don Messick as Scooby-Doo. Okay. Um, after uh, Scooby-Doo is when Casey Kasem became the DJ of American Top 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on in his life became a corpse that people followed over. Right, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Frank Welker was Fred, and he later became uh, pretty popular in the voice acting community Okay. Uh, after Scooby-Doo. Um, there was actress Nicole Jaff, J-A-F-F-E, sure. who played Velma, and musician, I'm going to try to s- pronounce this correctly, Indira Steph- 
Stephania Christofferson. I want to say you nailed it, buddy. I mean, you're probably like really far off, but <laughs> it's fine. I couldn't do any better. That's who played Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> it took you longer to say her name than to give her entire <laughs> job statement. Like, all right, whatever. Well, she's a musician. Good. Who plays Daphne, mm-hmm. and her name is Indira Stephaniana oh. Christofferson. Good. Good, you did it. <laughs> Man, they didn't really have to have a voice for Daphne originally, because she just got kidnapped every episode anyways. Oh, well, most episodes that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we get one loop of her just going, ah! Well, and you're good. It, it, it's her and Velma going, my glasses, I can't <laughs> see anything without my glasses. Right. Right. Well, uh, contacts didn't exist back then, man. Right. Well, here's something that you probably didn't know. Scooby-Doo's voice patterns are actually based off of a different cartoon dog. Do you know what it is? No, I have no idea. His voice patterns are actually based off of uh, the Jetsons dog, Astro. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Never a Jetsons fan. No? No. I was more of a Flintstones guy. I liked both, which well, is why... Well, actually, I... technically, I was a Wacky Racers guy, but... Okay, I Wacky Racers. shit, man. I saw that. That was on Boomerang the other day. Oh, it was really? amazing. Yes. It's a hold up. It's got to, right? It's kind of fun, I yeah. mean, every episode's the exact same D- thing. Uh, but... Not Dick Dastardly. That was uh, Dudley Do-Right. <laughs> Dudley Do-Right. My dad can do a spot-on impression but of Dudley But Snidely and... Uh... I know who you're talking about. The guy the, with the big purple and red hat. Yeah, the, yeah, the vaudevillian I... villain. Yeah, I can't remember his name, honestly. It's been so long. I, I think it was Snidely. Something like that. Uh, I forget the dog's name, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show, man. Cartoon. I, like, when I was super young, I didn't give a shit about cartoons that were new. I watched Scooby-Doo and Wacky Racers and Dudley Do-Right yeah. and the old and, George of the Jungle cartoon. And, and Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yes. Uh, Think of how great the theme songs were back then. George, 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 George of the Jungle, jungle strong as he can be. be. I mean, in the... Uh, uh, we're just finishing it now. Watch out for that tree! Watch, Watch out, out for that, that ooh, egg uh, tree! <laughs> <laughs> uh, old cartoons are fucking awesome. And Looney Tunes, starting... Yeah, God. Uh, here's something interesting about Looney Tunes. Uh, the, for the rest of this episode, it's going to be, here's something interesting. Uh, Looney Tunes actually started as a way for Warner Brothers to advertise their music. That's why it was spelled uh, L-O-N-N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, that's, that's why the original Looney Tunes was like the classical music. The yeah. da 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 na 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 And yeah, yeah, none of them had like vocals or anything. It was all just right. music. Right, it wasn't, in, it wasn't until later that they started adding characters that had voices, and it was still Looney Tunes, but they always had their music in the background. What does it mean if somebody's favorite character is Yosemite Sam? Uh, that they're racist? Okay, and good. probably it's Southern. A, it's my dad's favorite character. I was oh. just curious. How accurate was my assumption just now? He's not a racist, but he's a diabetic. I don't think that those are the same. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Paula Dean's diabetic. I mean, never. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say something and get a lot of hate mail. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd like to say no because that would make my dad. <laughs> I was just curious because he used to have you know, Sam mud flaps on his truck and shit. He's he, he's from Kentucky. He's very southern. I was just doesn't matter. Anyway, Scooby Doo, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Scooby Doo went from 1969 to 1975. That was the first the original run. Wow. The original run, which showed on CBS. Okay. That also included uh, the new Scooby Doo movies, uh, which were one-hour episodes um, titled "The New Scooby Doo Movies," obviously, um, and those had the Harlem Globetrotters, oh, the Josie Scooby-Doo and the meets. Pussycats, oh, wow. uh, Speed Buggy. Uh, There's one where he met a talking shark. Well, the the very first uh, Scooby Doo movie, it was the Three Stooges. I've seen it the sec- several times. Yeah, the second one was the first time they meet Batman and Robin and fight Joker and Penguin. It's always Joker and Penguin when they meet yeah. Batman and. Well, they're not going to be able to take on Bane. No, but they can take on Catwoman. They can I, take on Poison Ivy. Awkward. I don't know. Oh, well, actually, Poison Ivy and Bane didn't exist back then. <laughs> oh, that's also true. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Freeze did. Wouldn't Scarecrow make the most sense? A Scarecrow, yeah. I don't know if he. I don't know when he was invented, but. That one makes more. I don't know. I think that it's the very reason, Adam West. I, I think the reason they went with those two is those two are the most human. Well, that, for lack the most of relevant, a better term. That's when the '66 series was still relevant, right? But Catwoman, so Mister Freeze, and yeah. you know those characters were still always there. Yeah, Mister Freeze looked dumb. Uh, yeah, he was he was just a white dude. Did they? Uh... <laughs> That sounds like a supervillain. Um, I don't really remember. Did they draw Cesar Romero's shitty mustache under his makeup in the cartoon? I don't think so. That's good. That's good. They cared more than he did. <laughs> well, <laughs> the animation for them looked like the opening animation for the Batman uh, TV show, which hmm. was a cartoon, except there was barely any animation to it. But the stills from that is kind of what looks like they got their inspiration for them meeting Scooby and 
the okay. gang. Yeah, I remember. Say, I remember Three Stooges. I remember that. Didn't they meet the uh, the sheriff from the Andrew Griffith show? Uh, Don Knotts. Don uh, Knotts. Thank now, you. Th- there's two instances that I come to mind when they meet Don Knotts. There's the first time they meet Don Knotts, and they're in like this amusement not not an amusement park, but like this haunted house kind of deal. And he's constantly approaching them as different characters, but it's just him dressed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I vaguely uh, remember that. And there's one. Isn't and, the other episode have the, to do with mining? Well, I think so, but the other episode is they actually come to Juneberry, is the name of the city, and he's Bar- Bar- Barney. He's Barney Fife. Oh, okay. And so he actually arrests them and throws them in jail in that episode. Okay, but incompetently, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, uh, there was Phyllis Diller. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, and probably the best episodes of the people that they meet, the Adams Family. Well, that just fits, yeah. I forgot about that one. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. I don't know. I still, I think, looking back, the one I enjoyed watching the most was the Harlem Globetrotters one. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, it was just it was the most fun. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Probably my least favorite uh, of the ones that, you know, of the movies of Scooby-Doo meets whatever is uh, Dick Van Dyke. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it was the last one that they made, hmm. and he had just bought an amusement park that happened to be haunted. Shocking. Yeah. And it was the janitor the whole time, you said, right? Kind of, yeah. After those, uh, Scooby-Doo went to ABC. Okay. The president of ABC at the time, and this was in 76, uh, Fred Sullivan made a deal with Hanna-Barbera to bring the new episodes of Scooby-Doo to the ABC Saturday morning lineup, where uh, previously on CBS it had been a primetime show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They, so they're just getting the original uh, cartoons to show on their channel pretty much, or were they commissioning new episodes? They were commissioning new episodes uh, okay. with Dino Mutt Dog Wonder oh, uh, to create the Scooby-Doo slash Dino Mutt Hour, which also had the tagline later, the Scooby-Doo and Dino Mutt Hour and Scrappy 2. Oh, that never helps anything. But that, Is that, that when he was first introduced? No, that w- that came later. Okay, I want to find out when that little bastard abomination uh, that sometimes people hate so much it causes them to curse really loudly in front of a toddler. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll throw that in there at some point this episode. But uh, Yeah, there, there's a special interview later. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible person. Where everybody finds out that... Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> suck as an adult. <laughs> and you really fucking hate Scrappy-Doo. No, it wasn't that I hate Scrappy-Doo. It was the fact that you hate Scrappy-Doo. Oh, I was insulted because you referred to my son as Scrappy-Doo. There That's we go. That's what it was. We'll get there. The, yeah. Sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but in uh, 77 and 78, the Scooby-Doo Dino Mutt show became the two-hour programming block of Scooby-Doo's All-Star Laugh Olympics. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of those, and man, those do not hold up. Yeah, that think. that went from seventy seven to seventy eight with uh, the addition of Laugh Olympics and Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. I'm sorry, Captain what? Captain Caveman. Caveman! You gotta do it right. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much just cousin it with limbs, but hey. I, I mean, yes. But... I believe uh, El Cabong was in the. Uh, I don't think that's his real name. He uh, the horse that would hit people with a uh, with, with a guitar. Oh, that was Quick El Cabong. El Cabong was a super superhero alter ego, my friend. Right, El Cabong. There you um, go. He was part of the uh, Life Olympics. Yeah, Quick Draw McGraw didn't have the guitar. You I specifically it's referenced. Been, it's been a very long time. El Cabong. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> After that, it was the Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo. The Scooby-Doo characters uh, first appeared outside of regular Saturday morning format in Scooby-Doo Go- or Scooby Goes to Hollywood, an hour-long ABC television special which aired on primetime on December 13th of 79. It is a complete departure from anything Scooby-Doo. Uh, I bought that one for my son. I hate it so much. There's no mystery. <laughs> it's like them going around the studio and then, like, random shorts. Yeah. Uh, the special revolved around uh, Shaggy and Scooby attempting to convince the network to move Scooby out of Saturday morning and into primetime series, and featured spoofs and then current television series, uh, spoofs of then current television series such as Happy Days, Superman, uh, the movie Laverne and Shirley, and Charlie's Angels. Yeah, there's also a Western one that's really weird. It's it's I can't stand it personally. It's such a departure from what you want from a Scooby Doo. Like if you if you're gonna watch Scooby Doo, you want a dumb mystery that. Once they solve it, changes nothing in the world. That's what you want. Yeah. Uh, so you were wanting to know when uh, when Scooby's tiny, adorable nephew, Scrappy-Doo... Uh, w- That's one way to put it, yeah. 79. 
It, it, uh, it took a full decade to get that sack of shit out, huh? Well, the the reason being is at that point, Scooby-Doo's uh, ratings started to slip, and uh, the 79 to 80 episodes aired under the new title Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo as an in- independent half-hour show, uh, which succeeded in regenerating interest for the show. Their, their ratings went back up. Uh, at that point, Lenny Weinrib uh, stepped in to voice Scrappy, uh, during those times, and Don Messick actually ended up taking over as Scrappy afterward, the guy that's voicing Scooby. Oh, okay. Well, he he sucks too then. I don't like him. He's just annoying. There's no reason for it. He adds nothing. Apparently, he did because Scooby Power. Their ratings went back up, so you're wrong. No, there were just more <laughs> drugs back then, all right? There, it was easier to get no, them. No, th- this was 7980. This is when drugs, like, were evil, according no. to the president. Fine, whatever. Uh, then People the, were dumber back then. How's that? Then there were the Scooby-Doo and Scrappy shorts, which were, like, 15-minute uh, little shorts. Um, and this is when Scooby, for the first time, started walking on two feet primarily. Like, in the past, he had walked on two feet, but it was very rarely. He always walked as a dog. This, as he should. <laughs> this, they tried to make him more human for whatever reason. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, then the new Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show. When do we get his awesome cousin, Scooby-Dum? Uh, well, we'll get there. Okay. I'm impatient. I love Scooby-Dum. He was like <laughs> Scooby, but dumber. And he wore a hat for some reason. Uh, the new Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show is what brought it back to the half-hour uh, show's that it was instead of the 15-minute shorts. Now, during this time, was it the full gang, or is this when it was mainly just like Daphne, Shaggy, Scooby? This was just Daphne, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. I always thought those episodes were so weird. Instead of the Mystery uh, Machine, they're just in a red van. Right. It's really weird, because I've just randomly well, walked there, in on my watching these episodes. no Fred, no Velma. They're not really solving mysteries, and even though it took up a half hour, what that half hour was is what a lot of cartoons today do, and it was two 11-minute blocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't like those episodes, honestly. And yes, they were kind of, quote, mysteries, but... It wasn't the same. It, it, I it's, mean, it's still better than what it was when it was just Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy. I could imagine that, yes. Because there, there was no mystery. Wasn't like, there a kid there, too? That comes later, Doesn't, and I'll okay. get to that. Okay. But yeah, in the Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo shorts, it was just Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy, and basically it was, there's a monster, Scooby and Scrappy try to, or Scooby and Shaggy try to run, Scrappy goes puppy power and tries to uh, fight the monster, they grab Scrappy, they get out of there, end of episode. Yeah, yeah, not no, good. Nothing ever really resolved. Right. In 1985, we got the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Vincent Price, motherfucker! Right, which, uh, once again, had Daphne, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy, and new character Flim Flam, who was a ma- uh, magician. Yep. The magician yep. kid. Yep, um, And they brought in Vincent Van Gool, who was based up- upon and voiced by Vincent Price. It wasn't based on, it was just him. <laughs> it was flat out Vincent Price. I mean, they just changed his last name. It was. That, that's why they say based on. <laughs> I know, but it was just blatant ripoff. Like, yeah, hey, I'll, you're doing you, dude. It's not, it's not a ripoff. He's you're not voicing get, himself. So you're not going to get Vincent Price and not let him be Vincent Price. Right. Fucking awesome. Um, the, the premise of that show is uh, during, a, I think it was a cruise, they accidentally uh, opened this chest that had the 13 most terrifying ghosts upon the face of the earth, mm-hmm. and they, they released it. It was essentially Pandora's box. And Vincent Van Gogh shows up and says, well, you have to catch them. You let them out. Yeah, it's like Scooby-Doo meets Pokemon. Yeah, so it's the first time that they actually deal with real monsters. I guess it would be, right? Yeah. Hmm. And after that, in 88, great year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Best year. I, I would agree. I mean, uh, Ghostbusters 2 came out. Uh, that and a pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, and, and this guy, I came out. And same here. Yeah. <laughs> that that was that was the debut of Robert Folly. <laughs> oh God, that's the most pretentious way to say that. Good job. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I actually like a pup named Scooby Doo. I did too. It had a lot of fun songs in it. You know, that's something that all of the shows really had up to this point was really good music. Yeah, but this is full blown like pop like songs that were pretty much saying what the characters were doing. Oh yeah, which is always running. Oh, yes. And they had a nice little clubhouse. It run of... away, run away. <laughs> exactly. You're running from the monster, run away. <laughs> to me, that's the first idea that, or the first show that really gives you an idea of what Coolsville is like. It makes the city well, that, kind of I, a, I think the that's when they first really introduced it. They're from Coolsville. I think it was kind of a joke because of the time that Scooby-Doo came out was the 69. Okay. You know, 
the hippie generation, you know, they would be from Coolsville, man. This is the motherfucking 80s. We're cool now. Well, no, I think it was them making fun of the original group. I don't know. It could be a product of their time. Like, if, if a pup named Scooby-Doo came out in the I, 90s, they would have been from Extremesville. I highly doubt it. Who knows, man? A- and uh, in recent incarnations of Scooby-Doo, they have renamed the town that they're from to Crystal Cove. Oh, yeah, and, and, um, and mm, uh, Mystery Incorporated. Yes, yep. which... Is probably my favorite incarnation of it outside of the original. Outside of the original, you got to make that caveat. Yes, okay. the, the original. There's no. Beating. No, that show was actually pretty good. It's a shame it only went for two seasons. It went for two seasons, and it was a serialized. Show. We'll get into it. I love that show. Yeah, that'd be more than now. Anyways. Yes, yeah. but I do believe that it's time for us to move on to the end. But going into the end, we have a special interview. All right, everybody. Uh, here uh, we have a special guest, Danny's. Uh, oh, hold on. Dad of the year forgot to turn his son's mic on. Oh, Danny's son, uh, Parker, is here with us to talk to us about Scooby-Doo. Parker, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this cartoon from from a child's eyes? Yeah, what is Scooby-Doo? Tell us, buddy. You know what Scooby-Doo is. Okay, well, let's take this easy. Who's your favorite character in Scooby-Doo? Um, Scooby. Scooby, Scooby. himself. Okay, I was always a Shaggy fan when I was a kid. Same here. But as a pair, I think they work wonderfully. What's your favorite movie? Your Scooby movie? Because you have a whole shelf of Scooby-Doo movies. You've been watching it your entire life. What's your favorite Scooby-Doo movie? Uh, the one where they get attacked by a sandwich. The one where they get attacked by a sandwich. Really? I don't even know that one. I think it's a, I think it's a cartoon of what's new Scooby-Doo, I believe. Oh, no. Uh, I always thought your favorite was uh, Attack of the Phantasaur. Yeah. That one, too? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you've made me watch Camp Scare so many times. If I see it again, I might hurt you. <laughs> well, ha- have have you ever seen my my favorite Scooby movie, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island? Oh, I did that one. I have it. Yeah, you have it on DVD, don't you? Mm-hmm. I, I think it scared him a little bit the first time he watched it, but he grew to like it. It has some of my favorite songs in it. Me too. It's terror time again. My Cause, too. Because <laughs> it's terror time again. Any other ones you want to talk about real quick that you really like? Mm-hmm. Which ones? Um. Um. Let me think. You like uh, the one where they get sucked into a video game. Have you have you seen the one where uh, they meet Batman and Robin? Uh, uh. Yes, no? you do. I bought that for you. Where is it? With the rest of your movies. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I'm pretty. Doesn't uh like Shaggy Shaggy punch punches the Joker? the Joker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I we'll find it after this. They meet twice. It's 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 kind of rough now. I watched both of them today. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. All. I didn't watch all of them today. You didn't watch all of Scooby-Doo today? No. No, no he's not, not doing research. I've been I've been watching <laughs> Scooby for the last five years, whether I want to or not. I've seen those live-action movies like 30 times, and I'm going to be honest with you. I can't stand them. No, we'll get into that. Except or for, we've gotten into that? Except for, I don't know where this segment's going in. I don't know. Uh, all I know is Velma in the second one. Dang. Yeah. And I said dang because my son's in the room. Yeah. This is hard not to curse. I think that I've already broken that twice since we've started recording with your son in the room. Oh, I, I don't listen to you, so I didn't notice. <laughs> hey, Parker. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows you don't listen to me. That's true. Say butt. Butt. Ha! Say booger. Booger. Say fart. Fart. He's getting into this <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs> what did you say you were going to do before we started recording, buddy? How are you, how are you going to take over the world? Making potions. Making, Making a potion. Potion out of what? All kinds of things. All kinds of things? What were the main two two ingredients that you told me, bud? Dirt and poop. Dirt Dirt and poop. poop. Very matter-of-factly. Yeah. He's going to make a potion out of dirt and poop, and then his big plan was to pour it on me and take over the world. I mean, you're the first step. He has to get you out of the way. I suppose. I'm not that tough, though. You're the only one that uh, grounds him and stuff, aren't you? No, I'm the good parent. He he hasn't really done anything to get grounded. Uh. He's gotten in trouble once at school, because apparently last week during math class, he decided it'd be a good time to cut his hair with the scissors they gave him. My sister did that and cut off part of her head. Yeah. For real? For real. <laughs> For real? Yeah. She actually cut off part of her forehead. She got the skin caught. That's why you don't do it, buddy. Then your brain will fall out. And that's why Robert's sister doesn't have a brain anymore. I'm sorry. I've only met her once. She seemed nice. She, <laughs> she's actually kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad instantly. Like, I don't yeah. know her. That's not right. <laughs> All right. Well, are you going to tell everybody bye, bud? Why? Okay. okay, it's time to start or finish the show proper. We're not sure Bye. yet. All right, well done. Huh. All right, Bye. Scooby-Dooby-Doo! 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 All right. All right, bye, Scrappy. You don't insult my kid like that. I had hit Paul so he could leave the room. You don't do that. What are you laughing at? Do you want to be Scrappy-Doo? What? Do you, 
You do? Uh-huh. Oh, somebody needs a new song. Pu- 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 puppy power, motherfucker! <laughs> Yeah, it's not cool, man. You don't just yell "motherfucker" in front of a kid. I didn't mean to. I, I like I, I hit pause once because you referred to him as Scrappy, so I unpaused so I could yell at you without using curse words <laughs> in front of my son. But then what happened? He what? He he. You said what? You want to be Scrappy to your son because he was like cool, and he no, was like no, 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 he was like yeah, I want to be Scrappy, no, and I went no, no. oh what was that? Pup 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 puppy power motherfucker. Uh, they heard it. Oh yeah, so did my neighbors. Thank you. <laughs> You walked outside, and my wife was like, oh, I know what you said, because you yelled it. And then I'm like, Robert said a very bad word. Don't say that word. He's like, I don't say bad words. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like oh, high and mighty. He's like, I don't, yeah, your son high-roaded me. Oh, dude, you should have seen him last night. We went to McClure's to get something to drink, right? We're standing in line, and this lady's standing behind us, and she looks down at Parker's like, you're really handsome. You know that? And he's like, yeah. And then turned around. I was like, Parker, you say thank you. You don't just agree. <laughs> you pompous little asshole. Yeah, people tell me all the time. Well, that's your point, lady. <laughs> no shit, lady. Come on, I own a mirror, all right? I know what this looks like. You're handsome, and you've got work to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could have been worse. It, it could have been way worse, yeah. All right, what are we doing in the end, man? All right. Besides traumatizing my son. <laughs> you bastard. Well, there have been some video games that have come out over the years. I believe that you have one of them. Uh, Well, I actually sold all that stuff this weekend because I couldn't afford my health insurance. Oh. Yeah, I kept your Mario in your controller, though. I wouldn't sell your things. That'd be mean. I appreciate that. Uh, but you the sold, one you sold thing, the RetroCon? I had to, man. Okay. I paid 80 bucks for it. The bastard gave me 30, and I've only had it for three months. Anyways. Do we need to set up a GoFundMe for us? I think so. <laughs> you thought James had it bad. Yeah, he lost an Xbox One. Maybe a Patreon. <laughs> uh, that's actually not a bad idea, probably. But, uh, well, that's all fair talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sound like a million I was agreeing with spring, you. the way you said that. <laughs> I was agreeing. Is that what that was? Very quickly. Very quickly. Um, uh, yeah, we bought a Scooby-Doo game for the Super Nintendo, and it was god-awful. So, Originally, I was going to go sell my 64, but I can't find the coax cables for it. Okay. But the one thing that my son made sure got out of this house completely was that Scooby-Doo game. Oh, really? But it got left in the wrong bag. It's the only thing we still own. <laughs> The karma of Scooby Doo. It's kind of it's it's supposed to be like a a point and click adventure, you know, uh, like the old uh, old computer games. Yeah, but done poorly. The controls suck, and there is no help to be had. Awesome. I I made it two rooms in, and I'm I look down at my son, and he's like, "Is this fun?" I was like, "No, this is awful." He's like, "That's what I thought." <laughs> I like how your son had to question it. Like, I, I, is this fun? Like, am <laughs> I? Am, I'm, I'm, if so I'm not feeling. Am, it. am I just missing it right now? <laughs> we said. Just before you get here, they uh, where it's October now, they changed the free games on Xbox Live, and one of them was called uh, Gone Home or something like that. Okay. And we were watching the trailer for it, and we just looked at each other at the exact same time, we both went, boring. Yeah. And they clicked off of it. <laughs> the other one's Oxen Free, that shit you made me play for the YouTube channel that never got released. I can get that free now, Robert. The most boring fucking game in the world. I'm sorry that it didn't immediately like start with somebody getting their spine ripped out. Robert, we played it for three hours. Nothing ever happened. We did not play it for three hours. We played it for a half hour. No, no, no. no. We got like three episodes out of it, so at least an hour and a half. Three episodes is ten minutes a piece. I don't remember how we did it. It didn't go very far. That game sucked. It was literally a half hour. I'm getting, within the first I'm 10 mad, minutes, Robert. within the first 10 minutes, you were like, fuck this, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> well, you were just walking. <laughs> That's it was, the, it was I was trying to get to the place where the story was. If I want to watch that. people walk, I'd watch Lord of the Fucking Rings. Okay? <laughs> or go to the mall. I'll watch old people. Power lap it. Anyways, that got, that got, that got violent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, that game just pissed me off to no end. And I saw it. I was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, I get paid want, to play I kind of want you to edit in just like fighting sounds right there. <laughs> combo, combo. Combo breaker. Yeah, because yeah. if you're going to go that route, you have to go Killer Instinct because oh, yeah. it's so ridiculous, yeah. you know. But... <laughs> the fuck were we talking about? Uh, we were oh, in Scooby the Doo video games. Yes. Yeah, that's the only one I've played. There was one that came out for the 64. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it was 3D. Okay. It, it came out around the time that the movie did. I know there's one for PlayStation. Maybe it's the same. I, it might be. Uh, dealing with the, um, where they get sucked into a video game, kind of. I think so. Instead I, of coins, you It's been Scooby so Snacks. long since I've played it. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to collect anything, it's going to be Scooby Snacks. Well, yeah. Or Pop uh, Brownies. What, what, well, yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to collect? Clues? This ain't Blues Clues, motherfucker. You're thinking of the wrong dog. Move on. Uh, <laughs> now you're attacking me for no reason. I know. Right. I never just... even watched Blues Clues. Pretty sure the original Steve killed himself. No, he's still alive. He literally just posted something on Twitter the other day. I saw it. It was his birthday. Why do you follow him on Twitter? I don't. He popped up on Reddit. Somebody shared his stuff. I saw it. 
Like, who cares? Uh, uh, people. Uh, all right. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I mean, saying, I don't. I'm not saying I'm glad he's. I'm not saying I'm not glad he's still alive. Uh, you might want to think very carefully of how you're wanting to word this. I'm glad he's doing well. Okay. I wish him no ill will. And somehow that almost came out as, well, it would have been cool if he killed himself. <laughs> but it's not what I meant. Scooby-Doo video games, though, right? I think there was a Game Boy game. Game Boy Advance game. I think there was. I'm not 100% sure. I'm just um, backpedaling, buddy. Th- I, yeah. Uh, DC actually has the comic rights, and they've done a couple of different... Yeah, uh, I got an issue sitting right here. Yeah, uh, there's Scooby-Doo comics that, that kind of follow the original layout of what Scooby-Doo was, kind of. This looks very, uh, very much so like the original one. This is issue 80 of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And it's Shaggy and Scooby and the Mystery Machine getting attacked by a Kraken. I think that I, I've talked a couple times about something that I've been reading lately, Scooby Apocalypse. Yeah, you are not have to talk about it, though. It's really good. It's a dumb idea. It is not. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> I, I, this comes from a guy that actually sat down and read a Power Rangers comic. I was like, oh, this is nice. This is cool. Uh, you won't even, it still seems dumb. You won't even give it a, ch- a try? I, I'd like to not. It's really good, though. Yes, the way they look is different because, like, instead of making Shaggy uh, a hippie, they made him a hipster. Ew. That, that's the only thing that's really different. Those are gross, though, Robert. Those uh, are worse than hippies. Uh, v- Velma is a little person. And her brother is Trump. Like, literally? Yeah. Like? Yeah, she's a little person. Oh, that's different. Yeah, uh, her her brother is an embodiment of Trump. One of her brothers. Okay. Um, You're not selling me. Well, that... It's, Scooby-Doo is a velociraptor now. It's crazy. Well, her and Shaggy worked in this uh, scientific uh, lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was trying to do something that... Uh, would help humanity and it ended up backfiring and that's what created the apocalypse as it is now. Basically she accidentally mutated uh, humans DNA and the only reason that they weren't affected is because they were in this bunker at the time. Uh, she... So because of pot con- uh, plot convenience? Pot convenience. My pot God. convenience. Yeah. Shaggy um, was so high he wasn't affected. Like Scooby was actually part of one of the programs in the lab uh, called the Smart Dog Program which explains why he can talk and all that. Does he still have his speech impediment? He still has a bit of a speech impediment, yes. Yeah, like the ruck off um, Robert. And, and uh, they can tell easier what uh, what he's feeling because he has implants that go into his eye that uh, just shows like uh, basically little emojis. In case they can't understand what he's saying, they can still see how he's feeling. Through emojis. Through emojis. Well, how else are you going to do it, Danny? I, I wouldn't. That's, that's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> but Scrappy ends up getting, like, horribly mutated and is Good. trying trying to kill the rest of the gang because of it. Um, so they're going the live-action route of making Scrappy the bad guy? He's one of the bad... Like, everything's a bad guy in this. Fair enough. Like, Shaggy refuses to kill anything for the longest time until, like, his back's against the wall because he believes in life. He's one of the few people that's like, no matter how bad this gets, I can't kill someone. Until it's his and Scooby's life, and at that point he's like, I have no choice. I feel like this could have been anything. It didn't have to be Scooby-Doo. It didn't have to be Scooby, but it kind of works for Scooby. The 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 char- Because the characters are already in our mind of how they are supposed to be, yeah. it's an easy way to get into the story. Right. Well, I hope in the last issue it turns out the apocalypse was actually just the janitor in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daphne is a reporter. And she's been that in the actual show. Yes. Uh, well, in the when she was traveling with just uh, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy, she was at that point uh, a reporter for a teen magazine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking more along the lines of the movies that came out later that we haven't touched on yet. But right, right. Uh, but yeah, in the cartoon that was established. Okay. So in this, she has her own TV that's all about a TV show about uh, mysteries Mm -hmm. and Velma contacts her trying to expose that her brothers are trying to change her original invention to make people more submissive. Mm. Basically they were trying to make slaves of humanity and they're the ones that actually fucked up the thing and turned everybody into monsters. Oh, okay. And that's kind of how everybody gets together. What's really funny is Freddy Mm? is in love with, with Daphne, like hardcore. And every time something happens, he proposes to her. And every time she tells him, no, it's never going to happen. You oh, need to drop this. That's sad. I kind of think that Shaggy's going to end up with Daphne. That's not right. 
I'd be I'd be okay with it. No, I'm not gonna lie. Nope. I'd be okay with it. No, nope, it's not right. It kind of explains how in past co- uh, cartoons they they were together when Fred wasn't around. When did that ever happen? Scooby, Scrappy, oh, Shaggy. Oh, yeah, and... you mean just like around each other, not together though. Well, yeah, that, there was never a, a relationship implied in the show's period. Shaggy should be asexual. Okay. Well, in uh, Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, I know. he's with Velma. He was with Velma in the first season. Yeah, that was sad. He chose a dog over her. Well... I would, too, though. He's so cute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there have been plenty of comics. Uh, there was a run of Scooby-Doo from ni- from 77. There, they restarted oh, it in 95. Nice. There was Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, in 70 and 75. Um, and then Scooby-Doo Team Up, and then most recently, Scooby Apocalypse. Yeah, and, and the resurgence of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You again. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. So... That's pretty much what I had for the end, unless you want to talk about the movies here. But I think that that can just pretty much be a now thing, too. With the live-action movies? Or the... Well, live-action movies, yeah, we can go ahead and talk That's, about We'll just do that uh, in the now. Okay. Uh, well, moving on to the now. Yay, that was easy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's just up front. When they brought it back, and this was discussed a little bit in the interview, they came back strong, buddy. Yeah. With Zombie Island. With Zombie Island. I still love that movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, if Parker's wanting to watch Scooby-Doo, I try to make it that every time, because the songs are awesome. And, like, the departure to real monsters well, really, really works in that. They actually tried. Yeah. Yeah, that like, stopped after a while. Yeah. As those movies went on, they tried less and less. <laughs> the second one's actually pretty good, too. The second one is where they met the witch girls, right? Yes. That the one hex was, girls. The hex yeah. girls. And they're going to put a spell on you. going to put a spell on you. That and, one, and Tim Curry's in it? That one was pretty good. I it didn't realize good. that was Tim Curry. Yeah, the bad guy's Tim Curry. Oh. It's been a while since I've seen that. Uh, it's, it's in Parker's room, buddy. Okay. Holds up. And the Hex Girls have some fun songs. I'm just saying. Yeah. I was really happy because they ended up bringing them into Mystery Inc. Right, and, right, right. Uh, it worked really well. They have a rock off against, like, zombie blues. Yeah, band. something like that. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, the, that first movie was really great. And just as they went on, they cared less and less. I, I think that the people that were enthused about bringing in new Scooby. Well, let's kind of dissect Zombie Island a little bit because it shouldn't work. <laughs> All right, we got zombies. Okay, well, well let, let's start from the beginning. No, I'm just trying to just a list and see if if you can make this into something even remotely dis- decent. Okay, okay. Right, we got zombies. We yes. got ghost pirates. Yes. We got werecats. Yes. We have voodoo dolls. Yes. We have a talking dog. Yes. How the fuck does that work? Scooby Apocalypse, sir, you really need to read this comic. <laughs> I'm not going to! No! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but, no. okay, so Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island starts, the gang has broken up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the gang has been separated for years at this point um, and kind of doing their own thing. Freddy and uh, Daphne are doing a surprise, a mystery uh, TV show. Yeah, kind of like those douchebag ghost hunter shows. Kind of. Come at Um, me, ghost. Velma is running her own mystery bookstore. Which makes sense. And She's the the, uh, Ray stands of the group. Right, and Scooby and Shaggy, uh, we see them working as... uh, Airport security, uh, As TSA, yeah. Yeah. More specifically, he's a food-smelling dog, making sure that no foods come in from other uh, countries. He finds like a wheel of cheese or something. He finds like a Swedish wheel of cheese, and they're like, the best part of this job, the evidence locker. (laughs) And the next scene, like everything in the evidence locker is gone. They have the huge distended bellies, and their boss comes in and fires them. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are some drug jokes in there. Let's not... Oh, I'm sure. Let's not uh, avoid it. What year was that? That uh, Zombie Island came yeah. out? Yeah. Just out of curiosity, because I know I was still in school. And I'm pretty sure I saw commercials for it when I was getting ready for school one day. It came out in 1998. 98? Okay, yes. Yeah. All right. So it seems like I, I feel like I was almost too old to be watching Scooby-Doo, but I made it a point to be home to watch this because I like the commercial so much. We we weren't yet teens. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, never I, we were Scooby-Doo ten. Do anyways. Yeah, we were ten. I wasn't gonna do math, man. Get out of my face. All right. The reason that the gang comes back together is they decide that they're going to try to find a real monster. Yeah, yeah, because um, they bust a, for, they bust some sort of monster right. at it, like a food stand. And it's another guy in a mask. Right. They're still kind of sick of it. Right. They they decide to do this for Daphne's new show, mm-hmm. and it's what brings the gang back together. And there's the grand reintroduction of the mystery machine. And then you see, through an awesome montage with a great song, them doing their mysteries. And mm-hmm. some of them, I don't know if they recycled a couple of, like, here's what this old costume looks like and what today's animation would be. I don't know. Uh, but I could see them using that as uh, as a bleed-in period. Yeah. Uh, of the show that you watched, well, this is kind of where this fits in. Okay. I could be wrong on that. 
that's just kind of how I've always seen it growing up. That makes sense. But then they find themselves in Louisiana and at this crawfish stand because Scooby and Shaggy are hungry. Yeah. And they find out about this island that has creepy stuff and everybody's on board, uh, Scooby and Shaggy for the food, everybody else for the mystery. And that's kind of what just kicks off everything. Yeah, I remember the first because it's all kind of normal at first, and then all of a sudden, uh, was it Beware is etched into the wall? Right, they the ghost sword. They see a ghost sword scratch. Even Beware, the reveal, like that... they, they just find the word, and then they have to go through the the cassette where because Fred's videotaping all of it for the show, right? And they have to slow it down, and then you see like the faint little end of a ghost sword and stuff. Like even the reveal is more subtle than usual. Yeah, it, it they did it very well. They actually made it a mystery. Yeah, yeah. But, and then zombies. Yeah, and then there, and there, then there were actual zombies, and the the reveal on that was great because it, <laughs> a Fred, little gruesome if you think about yeah, it for a kids Fred, show. Fred's like, oh, it's just a stupid mask. Oh man, this thing's really on here, and he puts like his feet on the dude's chest and rips the zombie's head off, and goes, oh, it's just an animatronic. This feels too fleshy. Yeah. Ah! Then it like talks or something or moves yeah. his mouth and he freaks out and throws it. Yeah, and, and then that's the, the big reveal. Like, oh no, this is the real deal. Yeah, this is actually. And then it puts its head back on. Yeah, well, because you can just do that. Well, zombies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know. And then it turns out it's also, not... another big reveal. The hosts wear cats. Are wear cats? Yes, for reasons. I mean, that no voodoo. Tell me, you still wouldn't do the dark-haired wear cat? Oh, in cat form. I'm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a scratching post for you. That's a really bad. Don't say that, though, because if they take it literally. Yeah. Ouch. But moving on, mm. let, let's talk about the live action ones a little bit. Or not. Uh, so we've already talked a little bit about uh, Freddie Prince Jr. I, I, Matthew Lillard. I, I laid down that sweet trivia. Good job, Robert. <laughs> it's always good when you're proud of yourself. Um, uh, when am I not? <laughs> all right. Looking back on it, I think I, I didn't mind it when it first came out too much. Watching it now makes me want to hurt myself. Why is that? It's really bad. I mean... The CG is awful. Okay. The CG is the CG of the day. Let's be honest. I mean, the only good part of it is Mr. Bean. Yes, who turns out to be... A fucking robot. With Scrappy in his chest. It's, it's Scrappy. It's really dumb. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, to, know to go down it. the cast, because the casting... I, I actually really like the casting of this movie. Fred was played by Freddie Prince Jr. As I've previously discussed, mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar was Daphne already. Linda Car- Cardellini? Cardellini. Cardellini, thank you. I only know because she's like one of my big celebrity crushes. I think she's oh, one same. of the most adorable humans in the world. Same. She, she, she's up there for and me. That bitch cheated on me with Hawkeye. You know? <laughs> it's not right. She played Velma. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matthew Lillard played Shaggy. Which he still. And, and he was Inc. in 13 Ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Just going back to 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, it just reminded me. Oh, oh yeah. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was wondering why you found that so interesting because I was like, yeah. Man. Yeah, sorry. There was a connect in my brain. 13 uh, Ghosts okay. of Scooby-Doo. He was in 13 Ghosts, which was like the glass house with the 13 evil ghosts. Ghost titties. Yeah, there were ghost lab. titties. They no had more. cuts them. It turned me off. I think I could still get there if I had to. If I was desperate enough. Anyways. I don't know. I don't want to find out. She cut somebody in half using the house. Using doors? Yeah. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Gets no, cut in half, right? No, it wasn't him. Are you sure? I'm sure. Because no, he's... he's the psychic that lasts till the very end. No, that was Monk. No. No, Monk bought the house. It's been a long time. And honestly, yeah. he, probably not worth He was a psychic. He couldn't touch anybody. Like Rogue. Uh, kind of, except where... <laughs> but Ro- nothing like Rogue. Rogue would kill people and take their powers. He saw every traumatic thing that ever happened to a person. Sure. And it's felt a, it. It's been a very long time. Anywho. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Uh, the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, obviously. Which, they start that movie kind of cleverly. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Matthew Lillard uh, went on to voice Shaggy in Mr. Inc. Really? Yeah, and uh, Cardellini went, uh, voiced Hot Dog Water. Okay. Yeah. I, I was not aware of that. Fuck your trivia, right? Yeah. I had to watch, I've watched those seasons probably 12 times because that was Parker's absolute favorite show for a long time. Hey, it's a cool show. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. A little twin speaky at the end, which is kind of weird. A little bit. Like, I, I loved it at the, we'll get, we'll get to it. It's a now. <laughs> it's been brought up like five times yeah. in this episode. I fucking love that show. That and Zombie Island are blatantly our favorites. <laughs> yes. But the way that the live action Scooby-Doo movie started was kind of clever because it started like the end of an old cartoon. The trap is already set. It doesn't go well. They end up capturing the thing anyway. And then they have their celebrity guest, Pamela Anderson, come in and in the show. And but I'll I'll give you that. The setup works at the beginning. But then you got to realize that very soon you're getting cross-dressing Scooby on an airplane. 
Yeah, they they very quickly went late seventies, early eighties Scooby Doo on on that one. Yeah, the whole thing's rough. I don't know. They could have made it a bit where he, because he's a dog, had to be in a crate, mm-hmm. and they could have made that funny. Yeah. yeah. Instead, they're like, "No, nah, let's put him in a dress." Obviously. Yeah. They could have just like you don't I mean, see don't him on an airplane. They don't he, mention it. He cross dresses in the show kind mm-hmm. of a lot, but that's normally just to escape bad guys. It's like a hey, I need to do something now to get away from this guy. Yeah. Uh, they could just you don't see him on the plane. They don't address it at all. And then uh, when they're getting off, you see him come out of the grate just pissed off, you know, being shitty towards Shaggy or something until he gets a Scooby snack. Uh, right. Something like that would have kept him in character and it wouldn't have looked as ridiculous. Right. Or do what they did with Shaggy, introduce a uh, love interest for Scooby-Doo. So where Shaggy had Mary Jane, who he fell in love with. Amazing name, by the way. Oh, One yeah. of my favorites. It was great. Uh, <laughs> you know, have Scooby uh, find like a French poodle. In the the where dogs would be, but she's dressed as a boy. Right? No, no, don't have them dressed up. <laughs> have Scooby in the crate instead of being dressed up. And as Shaggy's meeting Mary Jane, him He's meeting, meeting her dog, we'll say that way it kind of works out. Right. What about the sequel? Did you like it? I don't remember anything from it. Seth Green, uh, Velma in orange leather, which is always good. It was fantastic. Yes, that was about it. Honestly, it was it was kind of forgettable. <laughs> Yeah, I like I said, I don't remember anything. Monsters from, Unleashed. I'm not even called. sure I've seen it. Yeah, it came out in 2004 with the same cast, but I I re- literally remember nothing from it. Well, you know the whole stereotype of uh, pregnant women getting cravings. Yeah, that was one of my wife's cravings. She I had to go find that movie, which is a, was a pain in the dick to find on DVD, so she could watch it nine times in one day while she was pregnant. Of course, it was fucking weird. And now you know Parker comes out. Fucking obsessed with Scooby Doo. I wonder why. <laughs> she did that, and she ate mainly flaming hot Cheetos, and those are like his two favorite things. Alrighty then. That's just disgusting. Well, in uh, 2002, WB got a hold of of the Scooby Doo franchise, and uh, that's when What's New Scooby Doo uh, started airing. That's not. That's not bad. No, and that ran from 2002 to 2006, and I know that's one of the things that your son has watched a lot of. Uh, he prefers the original. Uh, and it's kind of a imitation of the original. Like, nothing changed that much. It's just stuff you've kind of seen before. I don't know. After three seasons of that, they changed the show to Shaggy and Scooby Get a Clue. Okay. Uh, which was a major revamping uh, of the series. Did they go the same route as the old ones, where it, it was mainly focused on Shaggy and Scooby again, and the uh, mystery well, gang was gone? In the new premise, Shaggy inherits a lot of money and I think a mansion from a, from an uncle uh, who was an inventor uh, who's gone into hiding from villains who are trying to steal his secret invention. I've seen that. Yeah. It's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then Cartoon Network got a hold of it and this is when we get Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, which is... I feel like we've already talked about it enough. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was a weird combination, honestly. Well, it was unlike well they what we'd seen. They recreated it right because mm. they made it to where there was a half hour weekly mystery, and then an overarching mystery that spanned both seasons. Mm-hmm. In the first season, the big mystery was like it ends up leading up to who is Shaggy's actual parents okay. or not Shaggy, uh, Fred's. Fred's. Fred's actual parents, mm-hmm. and that ends up breaking the group up for a while. His uh, and they his keep... trap obsession was always fun, though. Yeah, and they find out that uh, you know they're not the first group of junior detectives, for lack of a better term, that have been in this town. And every group has had four people and an a-, a speaking animal of some kind, right? Uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's different at least. And, and that, you're, you're that... not getting your hokey like, oh, this guy is dressing up as a werewolf to rob that jewelry store. There's an, there's a whole episode where Fred is he thinks that everybody else is dead. Yeah, and he's going through this like apocalyptic town, which I don't think would work as a comic book, but for this episode works pretty well. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shooting myself in the foot. Um, and he starts to go crazy and stuff, and then he finds out it's all like a ruse. It's just like it's nothing like you've seen before, right? It, it, it's done way different. But this the overarching story is kind of what really sold it to me. And because yes, you're going to get your classic Scooby Doo. Here, here's a bad guy in a costume that's doing stuff. They're going to catch him in some way after discovering this mystery. Plus, hey, we found this locket that has a 
magnifying glass with a question mark. Hey, that person looks familiar. Oh my gosh, that's the girl that runs the radio station when she was a kid. Yeah, it's it's the first time that they've ever really worried about character development uh, uh, in anything Scooby-Doo. Yeah, really. uh, it was a serial plot device Yeah, um, that really worked. And then at the end of the second season, which they... they it ended amazingly. It was weird as shit, though. But then they were like, hey, it's time for us to go to college. Oh, oh yeah. we've been given a full scholarship to this New England college called Miskatonic University, That's which right. people who are huge literacy nerds like myself, Miskatonic University is uh, from the Cthulhu mythos of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. It's a shame you weren't wearing a monocle that you could take out and clean with your shirt while you said that you prick. <laughs> what, what was that? Huge that? literacy nerds like myself. Yes. Uh, how many literacy nerds do you know uh, today? Know. Oh, did I spill my Chardonnay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I got to say to you, Robert. <laughs> Raspberry, that's what you get. Did, did you know that that was an H.P. Lovecraft <laughs> yes, reference? Yes, you told me several times. Before I told you. God, no. Exactly. You say you're a literacy nerd. You're just a fucking dork. That's what I say. I read books. I should give you a wedgie right now. <laughs> if, I, if, if, if I didn't think it'd be really awkward... I would. But instead of getting the awesome third season where they would have been dealing with H.P. Lovecraft monsters, which would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. It would have been good. Instead, we got Be Cool Scooby-Doo, which came out on March 10th of 2014 and for some reason is still going. Is it really? Those motherfuckers. Yeah. They basically went, hey, you know how we've gotten this great animation? People love Scooby-Doo again with this great character development? Fuck all that. Let's make them mentally retarded. Literally mentally fucking retarded. Let's have them have no character. They're all one-dimensional. And let the animation's me, awful. Let's have two people draw it. Yeah. Two people? Two people, motherfucker. We don't need this entire team. We don't need computers. We need two people. Uh, do it on napkins. Do you napkins? Want, napkins! Do you want me to bring my son in here so you can yell motherfucker again real quick? Would it make you feel better, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what if that's the only thing that can cheer you up now? Is cursing in front of a toddler. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We can't be friends anymore. This is fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, my, my heart has become nothing but a black hole filled with motherfucker. I bought... <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be on your tombstone. Um... <laughs> no, on my, to- on my tombstone, I'm... it's going to be always the optimist. First step of being becoming a zombie complete. There you go. It's not bad. <laughs> I bought my son the first... I think they released the first season in halves, and he'd never really seen it. I didn't even know it was a thing, so I bought it for him, and uh, he watched it once and uh, has never watched it again. It's not good. Yeah, if it can't, I mean, there, there's a reason that I have legit. Yeah, there's a reason that I have legit rage when watching the show or talking about the show. Yeah. It's the same as Teen Titans Go. That's that's just fun. Once though. again, there was in Teen Titans there was character development. There there was dimension to every character. The animation was amazing, and then they went, "Hey, let's make them all one dimensional and make them act like they've just been hit in the head with a brick for a thousand years." I I, I could have enjoyed Teen Titans Go. I don't know what to tell you. I can't I haven't watched Be Cool Scooby Doo. Um, I think well, I think I watched the first episode and just I couldn't get past the animation. Honestly, it's it's sub King of the Hill animation. Yeah, which is weird. Cause which, which is why I started yelling about napkins. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, yeah, kind of. Two people can draw it on a napkin. On a napkin! <laughs> right, okay. Well, when you raise your voice, I just get scared and stop listening. Eh, it happens. Well, half of that's true. I just stop listening. Um, <laughs> but And it's one of those things, we're always going to have Scooby-Doo in one way, shape, I, I, I or think another. so. Uh, it's kind of like Batman. Batman, Batman will always Power be... Rangers, stuff that just won't die. Yeah. And uh, we just got to wait for Be Cool to die, and then we'll get something else. Uh, hopefully better. It can't be worse. Yeah. I, hell, I say bring back a pup named Scooby-Doo. I, I I would be cool with a, a newer version of that. And how many movies are there? My son owns movies, 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 well, movies. Well, there, there were the two live action the, uh, three theatrical films. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, once Zombie Island started, they never stopped. Well, there was Scooby Doo goes to Hollywood. Scooby Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School. Scooby Doo like and, and, and the Boo Reluctant Brothers. Werewolf. That one's not very. Scooby Doo in Arabian Nights. Scooby Doo behind the scenes, which is just eight shorts. Mm-hmm. The Scooby Doo Project, which came out October thirty first of nineteen ninety nine. Night of the Living Doo, which came out October thirty first of two thousand one. And Lego Scooby Doo Nighttime Terror, which came out in two thousand fifteen. There's also been two live action TV movies, which came out on Cartoon Network, called Scooby Doo: The Mystery Begins. And Scooby-Doo Curse of the Lake Monster. Those are rough. Those are pretty rough. Then there are direct-to-video films that are too many for me to list. Oh, and my goodness. It comes That's out, what I'm talking about. It's still going. comes out to 29. And one of those is Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. You're forgetting Scooby-Doo goes to WrestleMania, my friend. There's two. There's two. And they're both wonderful. You know who's the bad guy in the second one? Who? Fucking Triple H. Had to be. 
You know who's the bad guy in the first one? I don't remember. Um, Actually, no, it's just the training coach. Then then there are six other direct-to-video specials. Oh, we're just going past it now? Yes. But The Undertaker's in it. 16 Lego oh, shorts. The Lego shorts are actually pretty fun, dude. And, you know, we, we only mentioned two games that Scooby-Doo was in. There's a 20, 20 Scooby-Doo games. Or games with Scooby-Doo in it. No shit. I, like, I know he's in Lego Dimensions. So there's Scooby-Doo Maze Chase, which came out on the Intellivision in 1983. Oh, so they started fast, huh? Yes. Then there was just the title Scooby-Doo, which came out in arcade, the ZX Spectrum, and the Commodore 64. There's an arcade game? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, which came out for the Amiga and the Commodore 64. They lost me. Quick. Scooby-Doo Mystery, which came out in 90... I'm going to stop listening to the platforms. Say... Came out in 95. You said there's 20, so yeah. I don't know if I'd do that. Scooby-Doo Mystery of Fun Park Phantoms, Scooby-Doo Mystery Adventures, uh, Scooby-Doo Classic Creep Capers, Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase... Just give us, like, the newest five, because I'm, I'm, I'm confused on what's come out that we've missed. Like, I know he's in LEGO Dimensions. That's one of them. That's the newest one, is okay. LEGO Dimensions. Uh, the latest five... Okay, so starting with 15. Scooby-Doo Who's Watching Who... Scooby-Doo, uh, First Frights, Scooby-Doo in the Spooky Swamp. Console? Uh, swamp, uh, Wii, Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, and Microsoft Windows. Okay, I was wanting a time frame. That came out in 2010. Okay. Uh, Scooby-Doo and Looney Tunes Cartoon Universe Adventure. Uh, Is that a cell phone game? 3DS, 2014. Oh, okay. And My Friend Scooby-Doo, which was just a cell phone game. That's the one I was thinking of, okay. Well, he's had a bigger market than we thought, huh? Yeah. And I, like, don't even get me started on the toys. And three stage plays. Uh, okay. Scooby-Doo. It, it has to be a guy in a dog suit, right? <laughs> no, they trained a dog to talk. We've all seen the YouTube videos. <laughs> I love you! Okay, good. I, I've had to dress up as Scooby-Doo before for my son's third birthday, and man, he was fucking terrified. <laughs> I had to I, take the mask off. Yeah, I think that as much as people love to see kids meet like their cartoon characters people in suits are fucking terrifying to anybody yeah when there's a story that my mom likes to tell from when i was three and they took me to disneyland for the first time Mm -hmm. and mickey mouse followed me around the entire park by the end of the day apparently i was mortally terrified of mickey mouse wow well you get over that i've told the story about getting oh boy getting tickled as a grown man by a dude in a scooby-doo costume right no yeah, I have. We're no. at Kings Island. All right, so we're at Kings Island. No, 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 no. Universal Studios in Florida. That's where we were. And the, as soon as we walk in, the mystery machine rolls by, and Parker's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to that. Like, okay, <laughs> and then that guy dressed as Shag- uh, Scooby got out, and you could take pictures with him for like five bucks. Well, he didn't want to go by himself, because he was still kind of scared of costumes. Like, it was better quality than the one I rented in town, obviously. But I had to hold him. Parker wasn't wanting to smile, so the guy dressed as Scooby decided he was going to tickle him to cheer him up. Yeah, it wasn't Parker. He was tickling. I, I'm standing there, and I have this dog paw in my armpit just going back and forth. This is the most fucking awkward picture. How do you not know your left arm from your right? What? Well, he had his arms around both of you? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's trying to reach further. Oh. Like he like a reach around You tickle. were holding your son. Yeah. It wasn't like your son standing next to him and you on the other side. No, no, no. That's what I if was picturing. If he was reaching down and tickling down there, it would have been a sexual assault. That's what I was picturing is like hit him like okay, so it's, it's arm me. on your side and then hand down by your son and then him just tickling with the wrong <laughs> hand. No, no, it was no, ridiculous no. in my head. No, he's, Parker was <laughs> in my right arm. Scooby was to my right side and he was trying to like reach around and just kind of tickle his side a little bit. Didn't reach far enough, man. So I was, <laughs> I was sitting there trying not to laugh because I'm very ticklish, but I know if I do, it's creepy. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been assaulted by Scooby-Doo before. It was, <laughs> it was all right. Then the Blues Brothers drove by and everything was fine. <laughs> so, that was my adventure. All right. Well, uh, I got a quick nerdly debate here. Mm-hmm. With the Scooby-Doo movies, which are probably the m- most famous uh, of the Scooby-Doo outside of the original uh, the run. action? Is that what you're talking no. about? No. No. The Scooby-Doo meets. Oh, okay. If we were to pick pop culture icons from today, who would Scooby-Doo meet? Oh, dude, you just replace Adam West, West Batman with Christian Bale's Batman? <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. <laughs> but then you have to replace the Joker with... Oh, with Heath Ledger! <laughs> with Heath Ledger! Yes, a thousand times yes! Could you imagine Shaggy swinging on him? That'd be fucking fantastic! He would get stabbed! And Danny DeVito's Shaggy would penguin? Get sc- yes! There you go, you just revamped the Batman one. Shaggy would get stabbed so fast. Oh, that'd be so great. (laughs) Because you have mush-mouthed Christian Bell Batman. 
with a dog that everything starts with an R. Rot row, rat man. For an hour. And then all of a sudden you hear that. Why so, so serious? Ba- so and Shaggy gets stabbed in So it? basically it just sounds like Batman's having a conversation with Bane. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> Fuck, let's throw him in there too. <laughs> God. Uh, I see. I this is a question that I came up with, and I honestly don't know what a good answer would be. I do, buddy. Part of me goes, make him meet the Avengers. Tony's an alcoholic and like just constantly drunk. <laughs> yeah, that seems irresponsible. Um, but part of me also says, you know, make it goofy as fuck, like how they used to meet, like Don Knotts and Phyllis Diller, Betty White, Betty White or Tom Hanks. No, Betty White and Kevin Smith. Okay. What? No, Kevin Smith always high. Uh, if you're worried, well, Shaggy is too. Yeah, so is Shaggy. What's your fucking point here? He curses a lot. It'd be like you writing an episode of Scooby-Doo, Robert. Ha- have just Kevin Smith and Shaggy like constantly disappearing with Scooby coming back. We found a clue, guys. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. <laughs> and at one point, you know he would yell, puppy power motherfucker, and you yeah. can't do it. I've listened to his podcast. Yeah. He has a very filthy mouth. He-, he would be dressed as the Batman, like with his hat still, like the Silent Bob days. He comes swinging go. in, yelling puppy power, and gets stuck in like a boat. Let's just make it Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah, Jay and Silent Bob. That, that, yeah. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob meets Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I, I, I still want Betty White in it, though. <laughs> That's fine. I feel like you could put her in any situation. Yeah. I'd keep her out of the new revamped Batman universe. Yeah. Meet Scooby, because uh, it just seems like it's going to get violent really yeah. quickly. So. Although, she would have to take out the Joker. Like, Shaggy tries, gets stabbed. Has to. She takes out the Joker. I don't know. I kind of like I, I, I like the idea of them all failing at the end, and, and <laughs> the Joker just destroying Coolsville with a bomb. Sure. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah. All right. J- Jay and Silent Bob meet Scooby-Doo coming out 2020. I hope Look so. Look for it. Well, hell, Scooby-Doo is in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He was? He was! Yeah. That's right! Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And Matthew see, Lillard see, was I have good ideas. Robert. They've already happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, shit but happens. I do believe that's all of our time. Uh, once again, make sure that you look at our uh, at our description for the link to help out James in his time of crisis. Yeah, man, potatoes need help too. Yep. Um, outside of that, your name is Danny Mons. Your name is Robert Raleigh. Sure. Goodbye, everyone. Quick pause for the cause. And it's an actual cause this time. We have a cause. Yeah. Yams, what is it? Uh, well, the cause is um, my mother-in-law started a GoFundMe page to kind of help us out because, well, my house was sold. I didn't have insurance, so we're going to try to rebuild eventually. So it's a GoFundMe page for that. You can build Yams a home. You koozies out there. So honestly, if you if you can help, uh, please do. I mean, a dollar. Fuck, anything. Yeah, so. anything. Anything. And you guys have been really good about rating and reviewing on iTunes and stuff, so I know you guys can handle this. Don't insult the listeners. We had this conversation before I hit record. <laughs> they don't know that I'm being sarcastic. They do now. You just said it. At least I wasn't smiling. Anyways, the link to the GoFundMe <laughs> is on our Facebook group. Yeah, it's on the group, the Hold My Beer group. And uh, I will put a link in the description below of the podcast. I mean, in case people forget, my name is James, and that'll be posted that way. I mean, it's not going to say yams. Uh, man, <laughs> so, your mother-in-law fucked up. Yeah. Man. Our mother-in-law, sorry. 